welcome to the Champagne Lounge. I'm joined on today's episode by the wonderful Dr. Lucy Burns, who is, I'm going to say half of real life medicine. Welcome to the show, Lucy. Oh, thanks so much, Beck. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. I'm excited to have you here. And actually, this is kind of weird talking to you without having Mary in the conversation. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm often, obviously, with Mary. It's interesting when you've got a business partner, you know, you, you become like a duo. Uh, but we also do do lots of things separately. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So um, you and I met as part of a other business community in terms of where we're learning online courses mm -hmm. and the beauty of that and really connected when we were up in Queensland earlier in 2023, which got me thinking, I want to have a chat to you on the podcast about what you do because you're doing things so differently and I want to shed a light on that. So tell us about what real life medicine is and how it came about. Absolutely. Thank you. So um, I work in the weight loss space in metabolic health. And, you know, I was working as a standard doctor with, a you know, the standard process, which is, you know, your consulting room and people book appointments and they come in and you chit chat and, and do the things and then they leave. And I, I was running this clinic and it was, it was super busy. <laughs> It, it had a different name to real life medicine and it was actually called Epiphany Medical Weight Loss. And it's a little funny story about that. But I called it that because there were like these few little keys that I had missed in both my medical training, but also just in my, I don't know, my job as a woman who is, was, who, and my job as a woman in my brain, and this is, was that I was a, a dieting queen. So I'd spend a lot of time, long, long, long time losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. Anyway. And is that because predominantly as women, we jump into a fad or jump into something for a short period and want quick results? Yeah. 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 It's twofold, I think. So we want that. Absolutely. We want that. And we're prepared to go through what we will consider to be short-term pain for supposed long-term gain, except that was a myth. There, there was no long-term gain. There was short-term pain. There was a little bit of gain and then it would all come back on again. So this whole myth that I'd been sold that I adhered to was just BS. So that was part of it. The second part of it, I guess, was just this recognition that, and maybe again, it's part of getting a bit older that you can look back and realize that I, I was doing all of this to fit into society's norm of what we should look like, you know, that the thinner, the better, the smaller, the better, and that that's, that was what was important. And that, you know, at the time I didn't actually care about health at all. I just wanted to be thin. Mm -hmm. So there's look, a whole story around. Part, right. Look the part that we're being told yeah. we need to play. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes. And so I think, you know, all of us have, have, fallen into this trap and it's not our fault. I mean, the messaging is massive, the messaging and the both subversive and obvious messaging that thin is better is, is huge. So, so therefore having to uh, come to weight management from a different angle, because it's not about being thin to fit into society's norms, like at all, that's almost the opposite of what we believe, but on the other hand, we do have a, a big problem with metabolic health, with, with obesity, with chronic disease, and our weight does play a role in that. So it's about trying to weave through this really, really tricky area uh, to have people 
feel better, feel good. You know, weight loss comes along for the ride and do it in a way that is actually sustainable, nurturing, nourishing to their bodies rather than punitive deprivation and punishment. Mm. So, yeah, so then I so I had this little clinic called Epiphany Medical Weight Loss and then I had to change the name for a couple of reasons. A few people didn't know what an epiphany was and I thought, oh, it's okay. Some people thought yeah, there was I know a... what one was, just not how to spell the word if I was going to mm. look it up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Absolutely. And some people thought there was a religious component because there is some, you know, the epiphany, holy epiphany yeah. or something. And then the real clincher was that people were calling it epiphany because that's how it's spelt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I went, right, yeah, no, yeah, time right. for a rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, always do some beta testing when you're thinking about the name of your business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and um, why did you land on the name of real life medicine? Like, because because you are looking at holistic health and you know weight loss, and medicine sometimes can feel a little bit clinical. Yeah. Right? How did you absolutely. land on that? So we, I mean, we spent a bit of time brainstorming, and we were trying to come up. So by this stage, I joined forces with Mary, and we were coming up with, well, you know, wh- what do we do? What? Who are we? And, you know, I think we pride ourselves on being approachable and being real. And so we really, you know, we're not about, and and again, it's another little navigating space. So it's not about, you know, like I dye my hair, right? So if I didn't dye my hair, I would have mousy brown hair. So it's not about not doing anything, but it is about turning up and being authentic. So there's that authentic component to our to the way we want to inter, interact with our with our people, with our patients, with people doing our courses. But also it's about fitting it into real life. Like life is messy and busy and conflicting and trying to f- do something like this, fitting it into your real life just became that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. so it worked. So, yeah, we love it. Amazing. And I love that um, because it's very similar to how I've done the champagne lounge, right? It's enough chaos and enough agendas and enough follow this plan and follow these steps and stop beating yourself up because you missed a session type scenarios in our worlds without needing the added pressure. So in doing that differently, how Mm. have you seen that impact ripple onto your your clients coming through? Because do you see people one-to-one and in programs or is it predominantly programs and a community feel for them. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was one of the things that was missing in one-to-one clinical work is that people go, they leave the room and then they're by themselves between sessions. And for any long-term change, you know, it's all about a movement, a community, being part of a gang. And that's what keeps people moving. Like that's what brings the momentum is that united feeling that connection so uh, yeah so part of our programs there's always a community aspect to them I think that that's just vital yeah and we're designed to connect so connecting is key mm. and how have you seen that help your client clients your members whatever we're going to call them for for this because medical I see clients and then you go members in terms of a group have you seen them connect together externally to your teachings and your your you know your masterclasses and stuff to for the momentum to keep going for them like how have those micro communities built 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting. So the we have um, we have a 12-week program, which is our signature program, and then that feeds into a membership. So for the people who at the end of the 12 weeks want to continue on, and our membership is called Momentum. And just this morning, somebody posted in the Facebook group a photo of two of the women, two of the, like her and, and, and her new friend, who, and they're from different states. And one of them was going up to Queensland for a holiday. And so she went over to the other one's house and they had lunch. And Amazing. yeah, and I, I just, I absolutely love that. It's, it is the key. Doing something solo, it, it works short, sort of short term. You can do little bursts of stuff by yourself, but actually you need to be connected. But is, the, is that momentum and the checking in and the holding your hand when you're feeling a bit wobbly and cheering you on when you're doing a really good job, which is vital in that long-term change, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yes. You can't, you know, we're not islands. We're, we're, we're communities. We're, we're tribal. We like to be connected. And when you find your tribe, then that's when the magic happens. Mm, mm. And all the feels in terms of that, that magical essence that just comes from community. But let me just scale slight different tact on it in terms of the, the weight loss versus health and well-being, right? Because they're yeah. two very different things and you may be super skinny and really unhealthy um you know where does how do you guys define health as a entity as it were and encourage women to actually understand that for themselves yeah absolutely and that that is the $64,000 question because you're right and this is what we people make assumptions and judge and and again it's it's normal human trait to judge and gather information based on what you see in front of you. It's just that you don't always see the whole person. So you're absolutely right. You can be thin, but smoke 60 cigarettes a day. You're not going to be healthy. Uh, you can be bought, you can have a body like, you know, uh, uh, like Thor, but you're taking steroids. You're, you're not carving healthy. up on all the wrong foods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and, and you can, you don't need to be a stick to be healthy. You don't need to be rake thin to be healthy. What we define health as looking at our body functioning the way it was designed to function. So all our organs are functioning well. They're all happy. They're healthy. They're flowing. You know, if you're doing blood tests, the organ, all your organ bloods are lovely. If you're looking at the way our, our body actually functions, is, is, it's our metabolism is really the key. So we look at metabolism and metabolism is really the way our body uses energy. So when we're, or when we're in complete balance, then we don't get tired. We don't, I mean, you know, we have to sleep. So that's obvious, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you've got adequate sleep, you're actually functioning throughout the day. You're not suddenly drinking 15 coffees to get yourself through the day. You're, you just feel well. And I know that sounds a bit sort of wanky, but so many people don't feel well. And they get used to not feeling well and they think that's normal. They think it's normal to have to be bloated, that it's normal to be tired in the afternoons, that it's normal to have some joint pains. None of that's normal. Mm -hmm. It's normal to feel amazing and it's normal to have great energy and it's normal that you're uh, not starving all the time. It's, it's, that's what's normal. The Champagne Lounge isn't just a podcast. 
It's an instant digital community for ambitious businesswomen and entrepreneurs like you wanting more connection, community and celebration. So wherever you are in the world, whatever stage of business you're at, if you're looking for that ultimate female cheer squad of like-minded women, head over to thechampagnelounge.com to come and join us. I love that. And I've got so many ways I can sort of take this now because also, you know, when you say it's not normal, but it is someone's normal, right? It is someone's normal to eat certain foods, not quite figure out what that food is or what's caused bloating or pain or joint issues. And I know if I look to myself, I'd go, it actually sounds pretty scary for me to go even understand all that and do all the hard stuff in terms of nutting out what's going to cause those issues and what I need to cut out. And I know I'm not alone in going, oh, the side effects aren't necessarily like a bad thing. Like this all sounds really complicated in my everyday world. So for anyone that's listening to this conversation going, oh, there are kind of some red flags that like you've made me think about it now. Like what are the kind of things that they can be doing to almost find what the issue is, but also what's the path within those 12 weeks to get to feeling what should be normal? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, part of the reason we've chosen real life medicine again as a as our name is that we we wholeheartedly believe in real food. So, eating real food is like a foundational point. When uh food, you know, there food is medicine. You you can absolutely treat and reverse many, many medical and health conditions just by changing what you eat, not how much. So you don't have to starve. You don't have to be hungry. It's simply changing what you eat and it has profound effects on our health and the way our body runs. So for a lot of the things where our brain, our brain, our brain's so complex, but simple, what it's trying to do at, at a base level for just about everything, it tries to one, keep us safe, and two, make us feel better. So all of the things that we're doing are trying to make us feel better, and some of them are just not that helpful long-term. They help in the short-term. And, again, that the example there would be, you know, coffee. So I, I'm a coffee lover. I love coffee. I have two cups a day. I used to have about eight, and I needed to have eight because I was exhausted. And once I sorted out my metabolism, got my energy flowing. I didn't need eight cups a day. But if you'd said to me at the time, Lucy, you just need to cut out your coffee, I would have gone, no, because I don't know what, I'll die. I I won't have any energy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's not about taking away people's coping, you know, things they're using to to cope, but it's about giving them other options and then they won't need them. It's the same with the, you know, people that use sugar to help them through the day, you know, and a little pick-me-up, a little treat. Just saying to somebody, well, stop it, don't do that, that that doesn't work because it feels hard and punishing. Whereas when you take away their need for it, then it's easy. And I think that's, you know, part of the story with weight loss is we've been told it's hard, the battle, the struggle. And there's this story in our mind that it has to be hard. And and part of the reason for that is that the advice for so long, for so many of us, was that you need to eat less and move more. You need to stop eating so much. So you'd be surviving on, you know, salad with no dressings and 
toast oh. with no butter and yeah 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 lean you know <laughs> all no <those> things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the things. I know, diet food. I called it yeah. diet food. You'd be yeah. buying, I'd eat yogurts that tasted disgusting with, you know, horrible sweetness in them, but, you know, it was going to help me lose weight. Mm. No wonder it felt hard. It doesn't, it can actually be, can actually be really easy. And the key is often not what you take out, but what you add in that makes it easy. Yeah. I love that. So, so, you know, I love that you've gone, you don't have to take away all the, the I'm going to call them fun things, right? You don't have yeah. to take out the butter and the wine and the chocolate and whatever. It's just actually understanding how it fits into how you run, how your body has metabolizes and really getting into a vibe where you're not feeling sluggish, really yeah. sluggish and achy, I think is probably the two big things, right? Yeah, absolutely. Slug, yeah. Sluggish, achy, frumpy, like blah. I just... <laughs> If you feel blur, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. you're not you're not thrive. You know, and again, I know it's a cliche, but you know that surviving versus thriving. Yeah, um, when you're thriving, you go, oh my god, I, I feel so good. Yeah, it's almost like a dream state sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, really, which is something that you can have long term if Absolutely. you actually focused on it. Yeah, and yeah. I think the tricky thing is, and again, I guess this is like lots of advice from people is. You know, there are people out there give you know giving advice on you know for example how to lose weight I mean there's a million people giving advice on that and it doesn't have to be hard it's interesting the body is complex it's super complex our body like when I look at all the processes that are involved and I've got a little slide it's it's overwhelming you don't need to know all of those processes you don't need to understand all of those processes but there is reasons scientific reasons behind why we recommend what we do based on that science not just on some you know Facebook groups person saying do this do that I think that's part of it there's so much you know we use this funny phrase myth information out there um and and it's like lots of things isn't it it's like you know money you know do you get your share advice from some Facebook group or you know business all of those sorts of stuff you really just want to know that the person who you who, who's giving you advice is actually qualified to do so yeah and that was one of the big things is that you and Mary in building this are both GPs and medical professions in take bringing that expertise to the forefront and in doing so taking your qualifications and your careers and doing things differently right yeah. have you have you come up against anything within within the industry, within the health industry, where you've, you're doing things differently. So people are questioning it. Like where, where's the battle been from building a business perspective for you doing things differently in your industry? Yeah. Interesting. No, certainly not from our, our other colleagues. No pushback. In fact, we have quite a lot of doctors doing our programs because doctors are just humans as well. And doctors, you know, as I did fall into the same uh, diet industry trap, the, you know, busy, the not prioritising your own care, caring for everybody else. They're just the same. So knowledge is one aspect, but it's not everything. Mm. So, no, we haven't had really much pushback from that. The biggest thing for us, and we often talk about this, is we know a lot about doctoring. We know a lot about health. We now we know a lot about weight loss. I didn't know anything about online courses or how to how to set up all that stuff, emails or any of that jazz. We had to learn yeah. all of that. So, and I think like health and like everything is it's it's always evolving. 
Like you don't just do something and then stop. It's not a set and forget. No, no, no. And I think like everything, it's a bit like a garden. You plant it and there's a lot of effort in planting and, and getting, you know, preparing the soil and all that sort of stuff. You plant it and then you come along and you go, ah, right, those lettuces are in the wrong spot. I'll need to move them for next time. And, yeah. you know, those roses, are, they, they, I don't actually like those ones. I'm going to change them. And, and just constantly, if you don't do that, I think doing that, you can't just be stagnant. Constant maintenance. And thanks there, Lucy. You've just reminded me of all the gardening I've got to do in the house (laughs) that I willfully ignore. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. At least you can outsource gardening. You can't really outsource your health. (laughs) That is very true. That is very true. It's it's so important to keep us vitally going and doing all the fun activities that we as women and as business owners want to go and do. And so you touched on the fact that you've learnt the business Mm. side of stuff. Um, Mm. since starting Real Life Medicine, one of the things I love to explore is how you celebrate the milestones. You know, like Ah. one of my big things is as women, we don't celebrate enough. We don't acknowledge the steps we've done and the things that we're doing. We just constantly strive, strive, strive. So what have been the biggest milestones that you ladies have hit in building Real Life Medicine and how do you celebrate that? So I guess our first milestone, uh, uh, look, we celebrate quite a bit in that Mary and I often just tell each other, oh, you're awesome. In fact, she got me this cup that I have here, which um, just says, you're awesome. Keep that shit up. So, <laughs> so yes, I love that. And so every couple of days, I'll just get that out. If I'm particularly, if I'm feeling, you know, slightly less than awesome, which is normal to have the waxing and waning of mood yeah, and confidence and, and all yeah. of those. But our biggest milestone was that when we hit a million dollars in revenue from our courses. So that for us was like, oh, you know, imagine if we ever did that. And then we did it. So we bought ourselves these rings, which I've got here to show you. And oh, they're they're gorgeous. I know they are beautiful. And they're made by an Australian woman called Kate. And they the ring is called the celebration ring. So we thought, ah. Ooh. So I bought yeah. a blue one and Mary got a green one because that's our our colours of uh, aqua navy and green and yeah. in our behind the scenes life I always tell Mary I'm the blue wiggle and she's the green wiggle and so <laughs> so we got blue and green wiggle rings and yeah and I just look at that and I keep because every now and then and again this is the same in fact this was my little chat this morning on my Facebook live was this idea that you know you, you're here and you want to be here so you're here and you want to be there and then we, we're moving towards it and we're constantly focusing on the gap. How far to go? I'm still not there yet. I'll never get there. I don't know when I'm getting there. And honestly, we all just need to come back and go, how far How far have I come? How have I, I come? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's so, imp- it's so important to acknowledge those small stages because you don't realise how far you've come. When you're really striving for that next thing, you don't actually look back and go, Oh, I did that. Go me. I know. You know. <laughs> I know. You sort of start taking it for granted. You just you always know, take for granted that I can whip up a landing page in about half an hour. And I think, yeah. wow, there are people out there that still learning that. And and, and I I learned I had to learn that. And mm. yeah, now you just go, yep, yeah, it just becomes second nature, easy peasy. And you forget how how far you've come. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, Lucy, my final question for you. 
You're yes. on the Champagne Lounge podcast because you're a Indeed. member of our beautiful community. And yes. you jumped in after our connection at the retreat that we were both Indeed. at. What has been that spark for you inside the community that made you go, I want to be part of that and I, I just want to be surrounded by the people inside? Uh, look, honestly, Beck, without, you know, tooting your trumpet too loud, it was you. Like you, you are, you know, you're a magnetic and so I just thought, oh, I've got to go and be friends with this girl. So she's amazing. <laughs> and I think um, that, connect, you know, human connection is powerful and keeping, you know, can, again, a bit like gardening. It is, it's a bit of work. You can't just do it once and then, you know, ghost somebody. And, you know, I think for me we joined for the year at least because I thought, right, I know, you know, the time in which I joined, I, know, I thought, ah, oh, I know I've got a busy period coming up where we're doing some behind-the-scenes work with our messaging and all sorts of things with real-life medicine, which did require I knew that I was going to have to put in a bit of hard yards at work. Um, but I just thought, but knowing that that lounge is there for me, and that uh, those women are all there cheering, supporting, nurturing, loving. Like it's just, it is the key. And I was thinking a bit about this with the women's soccer, of course, which has just happened. Oh, yeah. And how, yeah. how women, when women support women, it's magic happens. And if you, you know, you're fostering a community of that support because it can sometimes be hard. I think women have had to fight for their own rights for so long, you know, fight for gender equality that we sometimes get into a bit of fight mode and that fight mode's not helpful. It's not actually who we are. Nobody, we don't like it. It's not authentic. But when we are in support, nurture, rise mode, then that's great. Yeah. Oh, you've nailed that. You've nailed that in terms of community, connection, the support we need to succeed in both business, health, life, and it doesn't have to be there 24-7, right? Just knowing that it's there to jump in and jump out of is is really what you need at your fingertips, regardless of yeah. what part of the journey that you're on, which is just phenomenal. Totally, totally. I mean, life is, you know, I know who was it? Uh, it was Forrest Gump who said life is like a box of chocolates, but I actually think life's more like a smorgasbord. You actually pick from it what you need. You don't have to eat everything. You don't have to do everything, but you just choose what suits you and, and then enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yes. And on that note, you see, I've loved every minute of this podcast conversation. And I think there's been some golden nuggets for our listeners to take away. I'm obviously going to put your contact details and real life medicine deets in the show notes of the podcast. I love having you in the community. I love being able to call you a friend and I loved having you on the show. So thank you so much for joining me. Oh, you're having me. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thanks for listening to the Champagne Lounge podcast. If you'd love to be part of our thriving global community, head over to thechampagnelounge.com to join us.